Hello. Yo, what's up? Hey. What's going on? Nothing. How are you? Uh, exhausted. <laughs> I bet. Exhausted. I have done nothing for the past four days. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. This week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. John's back. Oh, I'm exhausted. (laughs) What a what a quarter of a year it has been. I bet. Well, but at least you're back now. I am back. It's all done. The bad man can't hurt you anymore. Eh, Maybe there's still those memories. (laughs) Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So what's new? Oh, you know. I, I see. I see. Uh, Benifer are married now. Yeah, they got married in Vegas. Apparently, I wonder if they did yeah. the Elvis thing, or you know, oh, or were they married by a J Lo impersonator? That oh, that would have been awesome. awesome. That would have been awesome. <laughs> a J Lo drag queen. J Lo drag queen and somebody dresses Batman. Yes. Hilarious. I mean, if you're going to lean into it, then just fucking lean into it. Sure. You know, and of course, that's a marriage that's going to last forever. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, the world's ending anyway. So how how long could it actually last? Uh, yeah. You know, being that you didn't come back to the same country you left from. <laughs> oh, it's the Middle Ages, Chris. It's uh, awesome. What a fucked up world we live in, man. Yeah. I, I don't understand anymore. The, the cops ran away from an active shooter in an elementary school. Yep. That's great. Republicans want to make it illegal for anybody to cross state lines to get an abortion because they're horrible people. Including 10-year-olds who are raped. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just grand, isn't it? Yeah. Land of the free, home of the brave. Wipe them out like God sorted out. New Zealand is looking better and better all the time. <laughs> but does that mean you have to take up the accent? Because the accent's kind of annoying. Nah, it's fine. It's like it's like a really bad Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go work for um, Weta, and it'll be all right. Okay. Be the guy who mows the Hobbit Hobbit house roof. Whatever, man. <laughs> what, what, whatever I can get my hands on. What, what has got? What has got? They're still doing like prop stuff, so we could find yeah. you a job too. Oh, all right. Like, like there, there could be a plan here. I don't know. I got an awful lot of shit to move. <laughs> <sighs> I'd have to really do some serious downsizing, and that's going to be hard. Well. Because, you know, everything brings me joy, so I can't get rid of any of it. Everything brings you joy, really? Because I can think of a couple things off the top of my head. Okay, everything in my house. Okay, that's better. <laughs> brings, my, brings me joy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Your own locked up little world. That's right. My museum. Your museum. 
That's right. Shh, don't talk. It's a museum. Shh, don't touch. No video. Would you like the audio tour? <laughs> <laughs> and here on your left. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. What a shitty place we live. Uh, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, it, it, there's no way this can get better. Do you, do you think a mass execution on the lawn of the White House with all these people who are guilty of sedition and treason would curb any of that? No, because a lot of, I think a lot of what's going on is this weird right wing evangelical group that is mm-hmm. trying to make this a Christian nation. Yeah, that's dangerous. And it's executing those people will not help. It will just make them martyrs. And that's even more dangerous for that sect of the country. And so I don't, I, there is no answer to this. There is no, this is how we make it better. It's not going to get better. You know, people disappear in Russia all the time. (laughs) And we've got such short attention spans. You know, three days later, somebody, you know, kills an NASCAR driver and the news changes. So, <laughs> oh, well. Well, and I, that's truly why I believe that the January 6th committee things are happening every couple of weeks mm-hmm. is to keep it in people's minds. Yeah. And so that they understand just what a horrible thing it truly was and like so that they don't forget about it in the mm-hmm. next news cycle. But there is no answer because, OK, you get rid of Trump. The next Republican that steps in there is a Trump type person, but they can actually think now. And that's that's going to be an even bigger problem. Yeah. Like you just don't get rid of Trump. You have to get rid of that whole movement and we're not going to. And so the only other answer is to not be in the country. It's it's the love it or leave it. Okay, I'll leave because I can't love something where. They fucking say that a firearm has more rights than my daughter. Like, right. That just doesn't fly with me. Well, maybe if your daughter were paying into these super PACs, <laughs> then she would get some attention. Oh, she's got a dollar. She could probably. OK, you know, there you go. There. See, she'll get a dollar's worth. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, hit up, I'll hit up Lindsey Graham between, um, you know, his court cases and see what he can do. Yeah, right. <laughs> is he your senator? No. Yes. Oh, he is? Yes. I didn't know which shithole shit state he was in charge of. <laughs> Mine. Mm. Well, hey, we don't have it much better down here in, in the scrotum of the U.S., known as Florida. Hey, it's the home of a once president and home to a future president. So, you know, it's all right. Now Once that, president. Well, Trump. Trump lives in Florida. Yeah, we don't count him. <laughs> and DeSantis is going to run for president just despite Trump. And then, you know. Uh, where's Lee Harvey Oswald when you need him? <laughs> Look, for as much as I was hoping Biden would change his country, he has not lived up to the potential. So, Well, but he's done a lot. Well, you got you got to look at the numbers and you and you have to put it in perspective. He has nothing to do with the price of gasoline. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. But like not being able to even corral all the Democrats. 
well, and uh, fucking what's his name? Mansion. Mansion. Like yep. that's like he should be able to go to them and be like, look, this is the fucking environment that we're talking about. It's not, this is not about like fucking money and shit like that. It's about the survival of the species. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, I get a bunch of money from coal people. So no. And that fucking should be illegal. I mean, it also should be illegal that, well, fucking... it should be, but he'd be the person who'd have to raise it as illegal. And know. you know, that's, that's how it goes. I know. I mean, it also should be illegal when you become a fucking Supreme Court justice that you have to be, you know, you can't lie on the fucking... You have to be ethical? Yeah. You can't yeah. lie to fucking Congress about the shit that you're not going to do and then turn around and do it. But, you know. There's got to be a way to fix that. Oh, well. All they're going to do is they're going to make it harder to protest at the fucking Supreme Court because, you know, whiny little bitch-ass Kavanaugh can't go yep. to dinner without fucking being quote-unquote harassed i think more people need to do that i uh, so do i i really do i'm not saying I, be violent i'm just saying like fucking get out there and like you know yep. make it known put up billboards at his kid's school yeah something it's all covered under the here's First your Amendment. daddy it should be that's right that's right according to them it is yeah uh anyway <laughs> Uh, okay well i'm glad you're back this week because we need to discuss something okay um you and i got really excited a couple of months back um at the prospect of a movie based on the monsters yes and then this past week they released a trailer okay have you seen the trailer i have seen the trailer Okay. Apparently you don't like it. <laughs> I understand what he was going for. I truly do. I understand he wanted campiness of the TV show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck he what what he was going for. The problem is is that the monsters if you watch the TV show, it wasn't about like the camp of it. They just assumed that they were another normal family living in suburbia. They just happened right. to be monsters. Well, yeah. Um, my my problems with the trailer is one, it looked like it was shot by a fucking high schooler. Um, the the acting is atrocious. The fucking um, the mixing of the audio for the trailer. I, I don't know what happened in making of this trailer, but. It's bad. Um, well, it's from Rob Zombie. I understand that, but if you look it's at some of his Coppola. other things... It's not from Coppola. But if you look at some of his other things, like the Halloween movie looks fucking phenomenal. Whether you like the story or not, it looks like a good film. This movie costs $40 million. I just can't figure out where that money went. Like, it's... Yeah. So apparently you liked it. So what 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 about the thing did you like? Um. So I liked the f- I liked the fact that despite being in bright neon colors, it reminded me of the sitcom. The whole opening sequence where Herman bursts through the door and then Lily peeks out and Grandpa tries to come out with a shovel. It's like okay, he kind of nailed that. The black and white stuff is fine. 
Right. The, the black and white stuff looks great. I don't. So, okay, in the TV show, Lily and Herman were married in like the 1800s. Right. There, there, and there, there is no kind of like timeline in this um, trailer, this new trailer, where um, they're bouncing back and forth between when they meet and like them getting married and then winding up at the house. It's all over the place. Right. But just there's there's a whole bunch of shit where like there's a bunch of like filmmaking equipment that's visible in a bunch of these things. There's there's like lighting instruments all over the place where should be hidden so that right. you don't really see where the light sources are that are like right in the middle of the fucking frame. And I just I don't know. I I had high hopes for this. Yeah, I really wanted this to be good because I liked the monsters growing up and I was like, I watched this and I was like, there's a goddamn slide whistle <laughs> at the end of this trailer. <sighs> uh, like there's there's all kinds of stuff that like really looks um, amateurish as far yeah. as like filmmaking goes. Yeah. And it's not like this is his first film. But. If Universal was going to give him $40 million, if this is what they're getting back for that, then they need to go back after Rob Zombie and ask him where that money went. Because I can't see them spending $40 million on building the house. I mean, that would just be fucking ludicrous. Well, I think part of that goes into Grandpa's mustache. (laughs) And I mean, you know, I wasn't I wasn't as bothered by the cast as I thought I would be. High squeaky voice Herman doesn't bother you? No. Really? After Fred, Fred Gwynn? <sighs> He's not the only Herman monster, dude. Yeah, but that's the one that they're going after. Yeah. That's the one that that's the one that set the standard that like, you know, none of the other from from what I understand, and I don't know if I've seen them all, but like like none of the other productions ever went and like rebuilt the house or Right. You know, was trying to get all this shit like shoved in there. And like I'm really hoping that like this trailer is not indicative of what the movie actually is. That this was We've got to get something out in order to appease people that are wanting to see something because it's fucking coming out in September and it's middle of July and you just finished filming five days ago. Where's you got to put something together and I'm hoping that that's the problem that that somebody just took it and ran with it. But like, I don't know. I'm I'm tired of him, him putting his wife and everything. Yeah. His wife can't act like the best. The best part was the grandpa guy sounds kind of like, um, Al Lewis. Uh, Yep. So I was, I was okay with that. Um, I even chuckled at the Nosferatu thing. Uh huh. Like I thought that was clever, Uh, but the rest of it, man, the bright colors, the, the neon ish of it all. I was just like, okay. I mean, wasn't 
when that when the monsters were finally in color, weren't they all like blue, and not so much like green? Uh, I really don't remember. I mean, I kind of remember like Herman being blue. Okay. So well, he is a corpse. So exactly. I don't know. I I just looked at this and I was like, that. There's no way. There's no way that that's a fucking forty million dollar film. I mean, there's there's blatant like green screen shots in it, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Maybe they should pass a law that you can't reboot anything. Be original, or get out of the business. So according to IMDb, Rob Zombie shot the film with a heightened color scheme. Quote, I noticed when the actors were in their makeup and they were just walking around getting lunch or whatever, they looked like cartoon characters come to life. They were just so insanely colorful. I had to light the movie in the same fashion. It really seemed at all, it really seemed at all times like a live action cartoon, which was really exciting. Monsters were in a cartoon, though. Right. Like, that's that's not what you were trying to do, man. Right. I don't know. And they dragged poor George Garcia into it. <laughs> like, not that his career has been stellar since Lost, but you'd think it'd be higher than the Munsters. Yeah, well. I'd really like to know what kind of camera they shot the movie in, because there are several shots that look like they were either shot on like DSLRs or like video cameras and not like a film camera. Maybe it was from a 1970s black and white film. Like trying to film with the, the shit that they shot. the Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I guess the monster scary little Christmas he is green. Uh, is that the one with Robert Morris's grandpa? Uh, no, Sandy Barron was Grandpa Monster. Mm. Oh, well. And how does that work? Wait a minute. Hang on. Herman Munster, Lily Munster, Grandpa Munster. Why do they all have the same last name? Shouldn't Grandpa's last name be different? Yeah, it should be Grandpa Dracula. Yeah, because that's who he is. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well. All right. Well, I mean, since it's coming out next month, or two months from now. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what it actually looks like, but this does not give me high hopes for this film anymore. At all. <laughs> all right. Well, one more off the list. Well. All right. So in Monsters Go Home. Come on. Why don't you give me the pictures? In the Monsters Go Home, I guess he's a light shade of green. And Lily is like gray. Yeah, it's like a it's a super light shade of green. 
But so is Grandpa. That's weird. See, he shouldn't be green. He should be pale. Yeah. They're all kind of the same color. It's weird. I mean, maybe that's all they had makeup-wise. But I don't know. Weird. Very strange. Very strange. So in your time away, have you watched any of like the Marvel movies or anything that's come out in that time? Um, I watched the Batman. Oh, what'd you think of the Batman? I enjoyed it. I was surprised. I, I don't really like the way they're approaching the villains, but I, and I liked the ending of it cause it's, it's like right out of the, uh, no man's land. Right. Uh, arc. When they flood the city. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked, I liked the fact I thought I had my reservations about Robert Pattinson. Um, but I think what they do with the character where he's Bruce Wayne for maybe a 10th of the film. Right. And he's, he's Batman. And like, he's only, he's only Bruce when he's got to go make an appearance out in the city. Um, and even so far as like, um, you know, the, the, the first part of that film is Halloween night and yep. he's walking around as Bruce Wayne because that's his costume. Mm-hmm. And then like when he's got to go to work, the bat suit goes on and like, I liked all that. It, it made him feel, it made it feel like, um, he was like stuck in the mindset of Batman which right. is what you see everywhere else. Like in the justice league, it's not like in the cartoons and stuff. Batman's always got his cowl on. He's always walking around as Batman. Um, I also like the fact that they made Batman an actual detective in this one. And like, you know, he's, he's being the world's greatest detective and he's trying, he's figuring stuff out and he's got like the little eye camera thing that he can like go around and, and analyze stuff later with. Um, it just felt like a more rounded Batman than like punchy, punchy Batman that we've seen in the past. Um, and I thought the rest of the cast was good. I, I kind of feel like, um, Andy circus was wasted as, um, Alfred. Yeah. But I mean, that seems to be his thing now. Like he gets put in the movies and then gets wasted. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's in his contract or what. But yeah, I like that. I thought I thought there were several points that were done really well in that. And um uh what's his name? Um the guy who played the penguin. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. I thought he did an amazing job. I thought the yeah. fact that like you wouldn't know that was him and like it's so different than everything else he's ever done, at least that I've seen him in. Like I give that dude a lot of credit. So yeah, I thought that that was pretty good. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, what else? It's been kind of a blur. So <laughs> did you watch Doctor Strange now that it's on Disney Plus? I did not. I have not watched Doctor Strange. I have not watched Love and Rockets or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> what about Ms. Marvel? Did you watch that? I haven't watched that yet. Okay. Did you but watch, they're on the list. Did you watch the the new season of The Boys? 
I did. Yeah. I think I'm done. Really? Yeah. Was it hero gasm? Is that what threw you over the edge? It was just <laughs> everything about it. <laughs> it was like, okay, so uh Anthony Starr is becoming a bigger asshole and Carl Urban's becoming unhinged and it's kind of like, all right, the not the Nazi hand job in the hospital. <laughs> it's like it's just gratuitous now. They're doing stuff that doesn't move the plot forward. They're doing stuff to see how much they can get away with. Well, there's definitely that for sure. And I just didn't feel it was as good an episode, as good a season as the first two. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, I kind of i i I liked the whole Marvel parody of the movie um, where they're battling Stormfront, and it's kind of like the end of Age of Ultron, where the city's been destroyed, and it's like, okay, that that's I I I like that, but I just didn't find a lot to like about it. Okay, I mean, I can see that. I'm just getting old, Chris. I'm getting old. So do you childish think, shit. Do you think that it's superhero fatigue, or do you think that um, it's just the boys in general? I think it's the boys in general. Okay. Because I'm having major superhero fatigue. I can't. You are. Yeah. There's there's not a lot of the superhero genre that I'm like heavily engaged with right now. Mm. Like I just. I saw Doctor Strange. I saw um, Love and Thunder. I saw Ms. Marvel. And I just feel like it's overwhelming now. Like yeah. It's one of my problems is that um, Marvel seems to be just wandering aimlessly now. Yeah. There's, there's no direction for this phase of whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. I mean, to the point where it's like, um, you know, the first couple of phases, like you knew from the first Iron Man that they were building towards the Avengers. Right. And like everything that came past that was tied to that. And then you get, you know, the second phase where they introduce Thanos and they're building up to Thanos and they're building up to the infinity stones and it all comes to a head. And now it's all like, we've got to discuss like the blip and shit that's happened since then, but we're not going to connect it to anything. And like, you know, everything that's come out that I've seen, the fucking Eternals doesn't feel like it it connects to anything. Dr. Strange kind of connects to stuff, but mostly like the what if TV show. Okay. Then you get like, Thor where I mean I don't even know how to describe Thor (laughs) I think I like Taika Waititi I like the stuff that he's done I I really liked um, Our Flag Means Death I've liked the other stuff that he's done I kind of like Jojo Rabbit like I think he's he's a good filmmaker and I think when Ragnarok happened um, they said this is a Marvel movie that you can put some of your brand of humor into. 
Mm-hmm. And Th- Love and Thunder was a Taika Waititi movie that has some Marvel elements to it. Okay. And I think it's too much for established characters that have been around for a decade. Right. I think it goes way too far in the other direction. Hmm. I mean, and it leaves in a, in a place where you're like, well, how the fuck are they going to do that moving forward? Right. And so, I don't know. It's just boggling my mind that like we've come to this place where I was such a big Marvel fan and now I'm like, I don't even know, like, whatever comes next, do I really want to go even see it in a movie theater? Right. Well, I mean, there's so many characters now. It's hard to keep track of them now. And when they do a movie like Doctor Strange or Spider-Man No Way Home, there's like so many cameo characters well, and see, that's one of the problems w- that I had with the with the Doctor Strange thing is it's called uh, Multiverse of Madness. And right. you would think that, like, there'd be a lot of different multiverse things in here. And there's right. really not. Like, there's the Earth he comes from and the Earth that he goes to. And that's kind of it. And you're like, uh, there's a scene where they transverse the multiverse and you get to see a couple of the different ones, but you don't wind up anywhere. Mm. And like, so it's like, I was really expecting them to go from universe to universe to universe where like you'd run into like, um, Captain America, but it wasn't Chris Evans. It was somebody else. You know, they didn't have to pull those actors back in. They, they, they could have done anybody. They could have done anything. And while there's a couple of cameos that are like, oh, that's kind of cool. It it doesn't deliver on what it could have been. And I think one of the big my big problems with entertainment right now in general is the fact that like things are not delivering on the promise of the past movie. Right. Um I saw the newest Jurassic Park film. Oh, yeah. Or Jurassic World, whatever the fuck they're calling it now. And it was left. um, Lost Kingdom or whatever the fuck the second one was called. Had this promise of like all the dinosaurs got out. They're now roaming America. And like the last shot was like a velociraptor finding a neighborhood. And it's like. (laughs) the next one's going to be insane. It's going to be off the chain. They're going to be, you know, people are going to get eaten left and right. And like, it's going to be great. And the movie starts and they kind of hand wave all that. And it's Hmm. like, Oh, that was a couple of years ago. And all the dangerous dinosaurs got rounded up. And like the non dangerous ones are still kind of roaming around, but they're kind of protected. And it's like, that's not what you promised. And I've seen a bunch of those recently and it's like, okay. And did are did did you watch Stranger Things? I haven't watched it yet. But you've watched the past ones. Yeah. So I'm hoping because the end of, of this season makes a promise that if they don't deliver it, I'm gonna be like, this fucking sucks. Mm. Like uh, that's uh, that's that's been my problem recently is like a lot of the things that I watch have these great promises of like this is what's coming next and then it's like nope yeah um westworld was the same way have, 
the new season of Westworld? Yeah, I gave up after the second season. Okay, so the last season ended with um um oh what's her name? The main chick. Yeah. Opening up all these files and letting everybody see that the government is manipulating them. And like it ends with um Thandie Newton on a bridge telling one of the other characters like this is where it starts. You can be whatever the fuck you want to be. And like this promise of civil war and like, like the machines taking over. And then the first episode comes up and it's seven years later and all that's already behind them. Oh, and I'm like, what the hell? I was like, where's you promised us fucking like a serious story. And now we're back to like fucking Westworld. And it's like, Oh, okay. So I'm I'm having I'm having some TV woes, mm. for sure. But I will tell you there are some bright spots. There are such as the Orville. Have you seen any of the new the new ones? No, because it's not on a a uh, platform I subscribe to. Oh, you're not subscribed to Hulu? No. Oh, there's other ways to see it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The Orville has is hands down my my favorite Star Trek TV show. Really? At the moment. Okay. The visual effects are top notch this season. They've changed a bunch of stuff. It looks like they threw a bunch of money at it. The episodes are over an hour long, every single one of them. It's they're not relying on like the um like oh 42 minutes is like a is an episode right without commercials the last episode was an hour and 13 minutes Hmm. and i was like they are they are allowing the stories to breathe and they're allowing like actual character development and stuff and i'm like this is fucking amazing okay so that's been really good um uh since since we've talked there's been an entire Star Trek series called Strange New Worlds mm-hmm. that has started and ended this first season. Okay. That is the way Star Trek used to be. Mm, okay. And it's really well done. Um, you know, we've talked about the problems with like Picard and like those seasons. Yeah. This is them going like, do you remember when we used to do like standalone episodes and it (laughs) didn't really need to tie together? Right. And like you could do, you could carry over stuff from episode to episode, but it wasn't like a story that needed to be like consistent. Okay. And so that's what they did. And it's like, this is what star Trek's supposed to be. We've had all the series that are all like interconnected now. And like, it's almost as paramount said, why are you guys scared to do a Star Trek show that's just Star Trek? And them going, you know, you're right. We should try like this. And so um, the cast is really good. Anson Mount plays Captain Pike, um, who showed up on Star Trek Discovery and had a vision of his future. Um, Okay. And if anybody knows Captain Pike from the original series, he's in a like a not a wheelchair, but like um, he had a terrible accident and he's stuck in this thing and he can't talk and he communicates by flashes of light. 
And so um, he's seen this future and like it's tainting his command style and stuff. But like the episodes are really, really good and they're not afraid to go over an hour either. So okay. like it's been a really good run of like good science fiction. Okay. And crappy like superhero TV shows, but <laughs> yeah. well, speaking of science fiction, what did you think of Kenobi? Um, uh, conflicted? No. Uh, I really liked the Kenobi fakeout of them. Um, marketing it as here's a dude that's watching Luke Skywalker making sure he's fine but it turning into a um, a, a series about uh, Princess Leia okay I like that I like the whole fake out thing I liked um, their interaction I thought you know Ewan McGregor is such a good actor and one of the better parts of the, tri- the, the prequels. Um, and so to see him back as Obi-Wan Kenobi, starting out as like a broken dude that like is stealing meat from work. Right. Um, and is not like, you know, the Jedi shows up and is like, they're hunting me and, and Kenobi's like, I can't help you. Just, you, you got to move on. Right. Um, you know, and as the, as it progressed, I thought that there was some not so great episodes, but okay. I thought that the overall story and the overall what they were trying to accomplish was really well done. Um, I liked all the Vader stuff. I liked Vader walking through the town and pulling mm-hmm. people out of windows. Yep. And like snapping their necks and shit. And it's like, wow, okay, that's like, that's who Darth Vader is supposed to be. Right. Um, I don't know how much of it was actually Hayden Christensen and how much, because there were apparently two other guys that were in the suit. There was okay. a guy that did all the, did, did a lot of the fighting. He was called a stunt, a stunt Vader. And then they had a guy that was just for sitting. <laughs> okay. Apparently, Like, I, I don't know how that works, but whatever. Um, but, the the power of the last battle between Obi-Wan and and Vader and the helmet being split open and you can see Hayden under there in the makeup and them tying all of the things that people were like but he said that when they last left he was a learner and like now he's the master and the reason that Obi-Wan calls him Darth on the Death Star and like all of this shit gets tied up as like the people writing this were like, well, they're going to say this. So we need to, to close that hole. Right. And like, you know, even going as far as like when Reva attacks the homestead and she ignites her lightsaber, Luke is never turned around in order to see the lightsaber so that he doesn't know what that is when when Obi-Wan gives him his father's lightsaber. Right. And so all of that I thought was really well done. Um I would like to see a season 2 where it's it's Obi-Wan and Force goes Qui-Gon like chilling. 
mm-hmm. and like teaching him how to become one with the force and stuff. Um, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the better shows that they've put on. Okay. Um, what did you think of it? I really liked it. Okay. But I just see these major plot holes where it's like, oh, so Luke and Leia have both had encounters with Ben, <laughs> and yet that's never mentioned in the, you know, why, in A New Hope. Why do you think Leia named her son Ben? Well, because Ben helped save her. Right. Well, now, now we know that. No, because Ben was in the Millennium Falcon with her. Yeah, but they didn't. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. No, he dies before she gets on the Falcon. Oh, that's right. The only the only thing that you know that she is she comes to get him, and by them closing that plot hole at the end, where he's like, "You can never tell anybody that we know each other." Right. Like, because it would be dangerous for you and for me. Mm. Um, she gets super excited when um. Uh, Luke comes to rescue her and says, I've got your R2 unit. I'm here with Ben Kenobi. And she says, Ben Kenobi. Um, but now it all kind of, you know, is kind of put together. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Look, they had the hindsight of, of being able to close a lot of the stuff that people were like, well, you know, he tells Luke that that uh, Darth Vader betrayed and murdered his father. Right. And here you get Anakin saying Anakin's dead. I'm what's left. Right. I killed Anakin. And so mm-hmm. then he then he says, you know, Obi-Wan says, OK, Darth. And he turns around and he walks away. And it's like, OK, so he he has accepted the fact that Obi-Wan is true or Anakin is truly dead. Right. And all that's left is Darth Vader. Now, Darth is kind of a title and not so much a name, but. Right. You know, whatever. I still feel like they've they've managed to close a bunch of shit. Okay. I mean, I really liked it. I I, I liked Hayden coming back. I, I did not like Reva. Why? Because she's black. Were you one of the people that like, <laughs> like bitched at her online? No, but I just didn't feel she had enough of an edge. Um, I don't know. She It just didn't resonate with me. It's like, uh, I don't know. Like the Inquisitors in Clone Wars are so much more intense. Well, you, you don't think that's because she's conflicted about it? I just, I don't know. It I think it's the actress. Okay. I mean, I the the only they tried because to make if, her ruthless. Wouldn't you think that she would just turn around and as soon as as Obi-Wan had said, you know, we can we can do this together, that you know, that would that would have been part of her plan and not I don't know. I I don't know. The shape of the other Inquisitor's head bothered me. <laughs> you mean the dude with the helmet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the what was he? 
seventh brother, third brother. Oh, yeah, something like that. Second cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, I th- I thought I thought like so this apparently came out of the scrapped Obi Wan movie. Okay. Um, and they just kind of expanded a lot of it, which I think is where you get. I don't think like I don't. Well, I don't know if the Inquisitors were in that or not. Um, but like, um, you know, I I thought even even with like the flashback stuff with Hayden and Ewan fighting. Yeah. Like, I know there are a lot of people out there that are bothered by the fact that they didn't do a lot of de-aging on them, Mm -hmm. but I kind of was okay with that. I kind of was like, well, this is Obi-Wan as an, as an older dude remembering this fight. Right. And so would he be remembering exactly as it was? Probably not. Yeah. And so I was okay with like Hayden looks older because Hayden is older. Like, yeah, he's not 19 anymore. Um, but I really, I really liked all of the Darth Vader stuff. I thought anytime Vader was on screen, I thought the fight between him and Reva where he doesn't even take out his lightsaber Mm -hmm. and he just is like pushing her and like, he's taking her lightsabers from her and like toying with her and stuff. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That's, I want to see more of that. I want to see fucking Vader in all of his glory. Because by the time you get to the New Hope, he's kind of like an old guy that's like, you know, more of a robot than a dude. Yeah. Um. And you know, with um, with them bringing the Emperor back and him like, the Emperor kind of like, turning the knife of well, maybe maybe this is all that you're thinking about it. And Vader's like, no, I'm not. You know, that turns him to the ruthless, the real ruthless Vader that we've seen. Like in the hallway seeing a rogue one and shit like that. Like I'm wondering whether or not Vader's gonna show up in Andor. Because that's well, supposed to be, you know, five years before Rogue One. Yeah. So I guess it would be like five years after Kenobi. But I guess they've they've worked out for Andor there's gonna be two seasons. Okay. And the first season is is five years before the events of Rogue One. Uh-huh. And then every every episode of season two is a year closer to Rogue One. Okay. And so the last episode, I think it's episode six of season two, is right up against um the what he does in Rogue One. So he'll have K2SO by then and like um, be like the Andor that we actually saw in that movie, right? Which is kind of ex- like like that's an interesting way to do it. It's it's this this like we're not going to bother with with a story like each one's going to be like a year in this dude's life of like getting closer to what you've seen of him. Okay, because I guess they're going to DH Diego Luna too for at least part of it. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, if you have the technology. Yeah, and Disney's got all the money, so, you know, they might as well use it for something good. Yeah, there was... 
there was a couple of things about Obi-Wan Kenobi that I was kind of scratching my head at. I didn't understand the, um, when they rescued Leia from the water base, Uh huh. the hider under my coat and nobody's going to notice thing. Okay. was a little odd to me. Hmm. Like th- there seemed to be parts of it where you were like, were really well thought out. And then other ones were, they were like, well, what do we do with, the actress and they're like well just stick her under the jacket <laughs> like nobody will say anything right I don't know like like there was stuff like that I wasn't thrilled about the the actress that um, helped him escape the, the one that was from Game of Thrones oh uh, was that Tala yeah yeah like her story was a little weird. Yeah. And the other thing was like her robot friend, Ned. Yeah. Who's in the, who's in it for like seconds. Yep. And like the day after it aired, there's suddenly a new action figure available. <laughs> it's like, is this Constable Zuvio all over again? Probably. Um, yeah, it kind of, they covered an awful lot of ground in only six episodes. Yeah, but I mean, I I feel like this could have this could have benefited from a couple of more episodes. Oh, I definitely agree. Like, I think a ten episode run of this would have been a lot better than the six. Yeah, and I'm not sure why they they land on six as opposed to ten for some of the stuff. Um. You know, obviously for Book of Boba Fett, they didn't have they didn't they didn't have enough story for Boba Fett, right? You know, so looking at it now, them being like, well, we need to put two episodes of The Mandalorian in here to fill it out. It's like, oh, okay, I, I guess we're just gonna go that way then. So like that, I understand with like six episodes, but this feels like there was a bunch of room to be, and not so much like he didn't need to go back to Tatooine right away because we've been on Tatooine for so many episodes of so many different shows where it's like, it's a big universe. Like, can't we go to another planet? So like that was cool that we were going to a different planet and stuff, but you know, at the end of the day, I felt, while I felt like it could have been longer. I also feel like Leia's rescue could have been shorter like yeah he rescues her off the planet and they get on the ship and and i was thinking okay well obi-wan's gonna figure out how to get the ship to alderaan but they don't they wind up on a different planet that looks kind of like tatooine or the side of the california desert (laughs) and like they have that weird scene where they go up to the um the the entry gate the laser gate yeah and obi-wan's trying to figure out how to get around it and then there's an upper shot and it's like well there's a big space between the side of that (laughs) and like the mountain man right you could just walk through there like i understand tension in a story and stuff but they could at least gone in and put another laser field up or something yeah definitely um but like it just kept going it just kept like Okay, now Leia's going to climb in and try to solve the issue of getting the 
the top hatch thing open so that everybody can escape. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you got cool shots of Vader bringing down the ship and tearing it apart and stuff. I feel like he could have dropped her off and had that adventure without her. But yeah, I guess in the grand scheme of things, they want that bond to be really tight for some reason. And I'm not sure why. But I thought the actress that played Leo was great. Oh, she was like as a kid actor. Spot on. Like that's oh, what yeah. you want. You want yeah. somebody that's going to that's going to like take that and run with it. Yep. Like I could even see um Disney and Lucasfilm giving her about 5 years to naturally age and then doing a young Leia TV show. Sure. With her because they could probably flesh that out because Leia was apparently very active in the rebellion. So, right. You know, why not do something where like she's sowing the seeds of that? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's gotta be a reason why, um, Bail Organa sends her on the mission to go get Obi-Wan. Like, mm-hmm. even though we see that at the end of like rogue one, he's, he even says to, I think it's Mon Mothma where he's like, I would trust her with my life. And it's like, you know, there's probably stories in there and like everybody loves Jimmy Smith. So like keep bringing right. him back as long as he looks the part. Right. I mean, he's right on the edge of like looking way too old to, to play <laughs> right. Bell Organa right now. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they can keep him like, you know, whatever, I think they should keep bringing him back and, you know, so yeah, I mean, I, I did truly like it and I'm yeah I, I really hope there's a season two it feels like there should be a season two it feels like there should be a season two and I think you know you've got that 10 year time span between New Hope and, and Obi-Wan that it's like you could easily get a few more stories in there right even if they were going to do one more like that'd be right. great and maybe something happens that actually makes him become crazy old Ben, you know, that there's something that just totally, I mean, as jaded as he is at the beginning of, of this series, that there, there has to be a reason that he decided to just go off and live alone in a cave and, you know, forsake everything. I mean, if he, if he was afraid of um, Vader finding him, then, he should have also been afraid of, of Vader finding Luke. Well, it's, it's interesting though, because like he kind of walks away from Luke at the end. Right. And is like, okay, well, Owen is good enough to keep his eye on him. But I really feel like there are more meetings between Luke and Ben. Yeah. Because in a new hope, Luke knows about Obi-Wan from the message but, because he says, well, the message he says he's, he's, he's asking for Obi-Wan. I thought maybe he meant old Ben. Right. So he's still got to be around and like checking in on the kid or whatever, you know? Yeah. Ben sitting at a table at Tashi station, like listening to, to Luke go on about what a good pilot he is or something. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And Obi-Wan buys him a drink once in a while or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I'd watch that. 
I think there just needs to be a series about the can- cantina. Where Ben's the bartender? Well, not even that. Where, you know, just every week it's a different story and it's strictly an anthology type thing. Because yeah. there's a little, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot you can get out of that. Yeah. And I think now with the technology that they have with the volume, um, that becomes way more possible because they could digitally build the sets instead of, you know, they, they do that thing where it's like, well, we built the set, so we have to use it. Yeah. And so they're not willing to stray away from like the one story and do some kind of anthology thing, especially in science fiction where it's constantly like these huge giant sets. But if you've got something like the volume where you can just change it on a whim, I'm sure that, that that could be an actual thing. Like I was wondering if that's what the acolyte is supposed to be. That TV show from the star Wars stuff. Oh, but like, like the, what do they call that? The era where they were writing in the books recently, the grand Republic. No, the high Republic. The high Republic. You know, yeah. Like I, I, I think the high Republic was Disney's attempt to cash in <laughs> because there are multiple novels. There's multiple, um, comic books. Right. But it's kind of like, but, we don't really care about any of these characters and you haven't done good enough jobs to make us care about them. Right. And like, you know, you have Dave Filoni and, um, John Favreau who grew up with the, um, what do they call it? It's, it's all the shit that they made non-canon, the extended universe, expanded universe, Expan- expanded universe where that now they're just being like, well, we're just going to make that canon Now we're just going to take that character and we're going to put him in a show. Right. And now he's canon. And right. so, yeah, I think Disney has, has failed in that attempt. Although I do like the fact that Disney has lightened up on the whole Batu thing and is starting to throw new characters in there. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like they're, they're being like, Oh, nobody wants to see, these characters they really want to see like Boba Fett and the Mandalorian. So let's put those people in there. Right. Which is what they should have done from the beginning. That too is just a vanity project by somebody who's not a Disney fan. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it was. Yeah. Well, you know, Disney's selling $5,000 drinks based on fucking star Wars now. Like what the fuck? Uh, I don't know. It's all about the Benjamins. It is. I mean, they've had to make back their $4 billion that they've tr- paid George Lucas, right? Oh, um, a tenfold. Yeah, so ease up, Disney. Come on. <laughs> Give the people yep. what they want, not what you That's think right, they want. That's right, damn it. Yep. Uh, yeah so Andor is next and then Bad Batch season 2 comes out yep and then I think it's the Mandalorian the fact that they pushed the Mandalorian to fucking February like it 
Is there another Marvel series coming out? Um, 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 yes, the She-Hulk. Oh, that already people don't want. Right. So that'll be good. Right. I mean, I liked Ms. Marvel. I thought Ms. Marvel was was done pretty well. Yeah. Marvel has done one thing I will give them credit for, even through all the fucking fatigue and stuff, is that they really like to shine a spotlight on different cultures and try to teach the middle-aged white dude something a little bit more than just, like, white superheroes. And so sure. with Ms. Marvel being Pakistani and in the TV show, they go into the partition in India and like all the shit. And it's like, wow, okay. They're whipping a little history and a little knowledge on people. Right. And the show's entertaining. So I can kind of get behind that. Um, you know, I, at least they're doing a good job with that, but I don't know how that goes to, to she Hulk. I mean, at that point, I mean, they did it with, um, Moon Knight where they it was a lot of like Egyptian stuff right this was a lot of Pakistani stuff so like okay. like I, I can kind of get behind all that and stuff but She-Hulk is a lawyer yeah <laughs> who apparently is a big whore because like she keeps like going on these dates where she's just like banging guys I'm like okay sure that's that's how you want to present that superhero go for it But, um, you know, yeah. What are you going to do? Exactly. So, yeah. And I don't know if there's another. Because I like to leap, leapfrog the shows, So I don't know. Right. If there's going to be one after. Well, they're still talking about. Um, daredevil coming back i don't know if it's just going to be in other shows or well, he's showing up in echo okay for sure as in like three episodes or something um until they i guess i guess they can figure out what to do with them and you know since they're bringing back um charlie cox yeah i'm okay with that uh, okay, let's see. Let's see. So, Ms. Marvel. Oh, get the fuck out of here with the sign-up bullshit. <laughs> Go away. Uh, She-Hulk, which is August 17th. They're claiming that Secret Invasion will happen this year, which I don't really see. Oh, yeah. Um, but I guess there's also supposed to be um, the I Am Groot. Oh, the teen Groot yeah, thing? Yeah, but they're supposed to be like five minutes long. Okay. Like, I don't know if you watched any, like, the Baymax TV show that they did from Big Hero 6. I did not. They're all five minutes long. Okay. Um, and they're also doing a um, a holiday special for With the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. So, I'm not really sure how that's going to fit in either. 
So, I think there needs to be a Nick Fury show. Well, he's in Secret and, Invasion. Well, yeah, but I mean, just just Nick Fury. Just Nick Fury. It's just Nick Fury. But it's um. David and it's Hasselhoff? how many times? And it's how many times you can say "motherfucker" on a <laughs> Disney Plus platform? Didn't didn't somebody drop an f bomb in a Disney property recently for Marvel? Um, I don't know. Um, Apparently there's an F-bomb in most of them. Well, I mean, Spider-Man, like, Far From Home and stuff, like, he gets, like, he wants to say what the fuck, but like they bleep it out or whatever. Um, oh, it was in Moon Knight. I think it was in Moon Knight. In Black Widow, there's farewell, you fucking douchebags in Russian. Oh, well, I mean, that's Russian. Oh, they're saying Rocket did it. I don't remember that. Oh, it was in a it was in a cutscene from vol or volume two. Oh, it's when um when they asked Groot to put the game away. And he says, I am Groot. And they're like, whoa, with the language. And I guess Marvel's or Rocket's response was supposed to be, we're going to have to have a serious talk about your language. Fuck this. Fuck that. Everything. Fuck, fuck, fuck all the time. Oh. Apparently they went as far as even animating it and then they cut it. Can't have an F-bomb in a Marvel movie. Oh. Fuck, 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 fuck. Just say it. <laughs> Just get it out of the way. Take away its power. Just say it. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. <sighs> well, I can't wait to see the Guardians Christmas special and see how they make that sellable. Uh, Yeah. I swear, if Chris Pratt mentions fucking Jesus, I'm gonna. Have they released a plot for this yet? No. The only thing that I've seen was there was footage in L.A. of Drax and Mantis walking down. Um, I guess it was like the Hollywood Walk of Fame or something. Yeah. Um. So they're on Earth for something. But maybe. Steven tries to uh, add Santa Claus to his collection and they have to save Santa. <laughs> it could be like Ernest saves Christmas. There you go. But then they have to admit that Santa Claus is a real thing. Yeah. Well, where was he during fucking Thanos? Why didn't he show up? He's got magic. 
he's got magic, not superpowers. It's a difference. And all he's good at, really good is like delivering packages. So, but uh, it's packages of what people want, right? So he could have sat there and been whipping packages at, at like, like Iron Man, and like new tech could be coming out of it. And he's like, "Thanks, Santa. That's just what I needed." And Santa just goes, "Ho, ho, ho." <laughs> and it's played by Kurt Russell. Well, you'd have to, right? Right. I mean, that's that's a given. See, why aren't we in charge? I don't know. We could do so many cool things. They could be like, "Let's do this," and be like, "No, that's stupid." Do something better. I think it's a plan. I think we should get on that. Okay. Call Kevin. He'll take your call, right? Oh, of course. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm texting him right now. Good. That should work. Yeah, by next week we'll be in Hollywood. <laughs> promises, promises. Guaranteed. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Ooh, it's starting to thunder. Ooh. Storms are coming. It is four thirty. Yes. Typical Florida, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else for this week? <sighs> no, I'm tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> After all that time away, that's it. I right? know. Well, yeah, I, I still have to process. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sure I watched a lot more while I was gone. I just don't remember, don't remember any of it. it. Just a bit yeah. Yeah, I watched Bridgerton. Okay. That was interesting. What's and I watched... About? It's... Uh, it's like the era of like uh, Pride and Prejudice. Oh. And then I also watched um, The Gilded Age. Oh. Which is about, you know, the, the, the wealthy in New York at the turn of the century. And that was kind of interesting. So like period stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's all I got. That's all I got. All right. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Grandpa, if you want the ketchup, just say, please pass the ketchup, not shoot me the plasma. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>